Let's go back to Eretz Chayfetz, to the Sefer. We're learning some notes from Aravinir. The last note is not really so important. Linyaneinu. Shh, come, come, let's, let's, let's start. So we're, we're in Perik Dalid. Seif Gimel. Perik Dalid, Seif Gimel. Paragdalad is about the relationship between Echisrela and Golas. So Siv Gimel is from the Aris Akaidish, the third Chelik of Aris Akaidish. The Chutzlaritz. Ein mezgala ki im ha'erech shel ha'maisa. Rav Kook says that in Chutzlaritz, what is revealed and what is experienced is primarily the erech, the worth, the value, the importance of the ma'isa, meaning of what the person does, of the mitzvah, of the physical act itself. In Chutzlar, it's because we're away from the Makar, from the source of Kedushas Yisrael. We're away from that source of who we are, the place of where we can really be fully who we need to be. That because of that, in Chutzlaritz, there is a disconnect between what we do and how we think and how we feel. So the Erech of Chutzlaritz is mostly an Erech of mice. Of course, they're great people. But for the most part, the Erech of life, the value, the worth, of life in Chutzlaritz is focused on Maisa, on the on the physical act itself, on reality itself. However, in Thank you, Shkai. I remember that when I first started, when we first started here in Woodmere, the, the, the little house, a couple blocks from here. So there was a shear in which, in which um, the subject of machshava was brought up. In other words, that there was a 
responsibility in halacha. There's responsibility in halacha for a person to control his thoughts. It's not just what you do, it's what you think. And there's a, there was an individual, it's not, he doesn't live here anymore, but there's an individual at the time who learned in yeshivas his whole life. And he said that he was very, very surprised to hear that. He thought that, he thought that um, as far as halach is concerned, the only thing that's meaningful is what we actually do. And that thought doesn't count. Thinking doesn't count. Of course, he understands that negative thinking can affect how you behave, but he didn't know that there's a world that's called Olam HaMachshav, that's a reality that's called Olam HaMachshav. This is a Chutzla Aratzdika experience, where Dibu, where words, speech, and Ahas Kamavakamu, when it comes to Machshav, the thought, seem often to be unrelated or irrelevant to the exterior life of the person. Rav Kuk is saying something very profound over here, as he always does. We know, for instance, when he says over here, he brings up the subject of Besamekdish. Besamekdish is Erech Shemachshava. Besamekdish is a world of Machshava. Now, if somebody were to just walk into the Besamekdish, you would see a place that's, uh, if he was like Rabbi Zaycher, you would see a place that's very, very busy with all kinds of activity, all types of activity. A lot of it is not particularly pleasant for those who are squeamish, right? What's going on in Besamekdish? But those who have had the privilege of learning Zvachim Menachis, of being Isaac in the area of Torah that deals with the Besamekdish, know that whereas when it comes to Chul, when it comes to everyday regular life of Chul, in other words, life outside the Besamekdish, Machshava thought, a thought doesn't register the way that it does in the world of the Beis HaMikdash. We're in these parashiyas now. So for instance, if a person has with a carbon, a machshava, a thought, chutz, in other words, his thought is not focused on Yerushalayim and the Beis HaMikdash. When he's bringing the carbon, is he has a machshava, a machshava's chutz. He's thinking about Ke'ilu, he's standing, he's standing, you know, uh, on Avenue J in Flatbush. <coughs> That's what he's thinking. Or he's standing on Central Avenue because the smell of the meat brings back fond memories of all of the places where he spent most of his life in the early years. And, and the Machshava is a Machshava, a Machshava schutz. Without going to the details of Allah, what type of, to what degree does one have to think of Machshava schutz? But if he's, if he's in a place that's not Yerushalayim, not the Beis HaMikdash, in his mind, as you all know, that have learned, even Chumash Rashi, but certainly if you learn Kachim, that can disqualify the carbon, right? That can disqualify the carbon. The closest we can get to that in Chutzlaritz is, is davening, because davening is, is, corresponds to the carbon, is connected to them, and therefore, a Machshavah's Chutz by davening also can passel up an entire tefillah. When it comes to a carbon, a thought which of loyalishma, of a thought that is lacking the intent to bring this sacrifice for this particular purpose, l'shem this reason that I 
that I designated the carbon for, whereas in, in civilian life, regular civilian life, in that world of chol, of chutz, of outside the Beis HaMikdash, we don't, we don't see any rever- reverberations of that thought, of those thoughts, of the distractions. We don't see Lemais and Halacha. We're all standing with our tefillin on, by Shemun by davening, the whole davening tefillin. And, and even though, of course, there are halachas and guidelines as regarding the way we should think when we're wearing tefillin, and how we should be very focused when we're wearing tefillin, nevertheless, the halachic disqualifications that we find when it comes to kachin, to the world of the Besamekti, you can't compare. You can't compare, and 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 like the uh, and like I mentioned a few weeks ago that the Pisetsnes Chusikolner says that if the, if if the Barishlum would allow us to to replay to just if there would be a film of the thoughts that a person has during the course of a day, then mo- most people would be taken away in handcuffs and locked up in an asylum. <laughs> the Pisetsnes said that. that that if there would be a film, just of the if, if a, a regular nice person, I'm not talking about some kind of sick person, that that, that a regular nice person that everything he sees, he's got his tefillin on, he does his mitzvahs, and he goes to work. If there'd be just a film of a regular day, <clears throat> the thoughts that that person has, it's much scarier than any nightmare that he has at night. The regular thoughts of an average person, but they're not pile. That's a chutzlar It's the chutzlar reality that when far removed from the Makar, from the source of Kedusha, the less imprint or the less importance, the less value there seems to be to speech, to words, and to thought, to what a person says, and to what a person is thinking. But once... Once you get to Yisrael, and you cross over into the world of Bifnim, and as you march towards the Besamekdash, and you go through those levels of Kedusha until finally a Kohen Gadol is standing Lifnim, we know that the wrong Machshava of a Kohen Gadol, we're not even talking about Machshava Schutz, that the slightest, tiniest distraction that the Kohen Gadol has when he's standing in the Kaddish Kedusha, what happens? He dies. That was a Metzius that Jews saw that they lived with. What was remarkable is that you had these tzedukim, but they wanted the job anyway. Covet, no? Such a good thing. You have one moment when you walk in with the begodim into the Kaddish Kaddash, even though you know that they're going to have to pull you out with a rope. Because you, you're going to drop dead over there. You want to go out on top. Right? So but that, that moment, that moment, like in the Hall of Fame, even though everybody knows like you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't manage it. Because these, because these phony kahanim gadolim were were, were were pulled out, they they would they would die the second they came in. They, they wouldn't be able to survive. They couldn't survive such a place where machshava is reality, where what you think, where what you think is who you are, and it always is the, that's always the truth, but it's just not clear. But in the in the Beis Hamikdash, what you're thinking, as defining who you are, is the defining characteristic of the Beis Hamikdash. The closer one is to holiness, <clears throat> the more significant, the more meaningful, the more active, and the more powerful are the thoughts and the words. The further you get from Kedusha, 
the more it seems that the only thing that counts is 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 what I actually do. I, I put on my film. I uh, I did. I wasn't mechal Shabbos, at least to my knowledge. I didn't violate any of the melachas of Shabbos. I made I made kiddush, but the kiddush that you and I make in Woodmere. When I say you and I, it's not so nice that that the average person uh, makes in Woodmere. The, that kiddush w- wouldn't be a kiddush that's that befits the base of Megdish. and not even Yerushalayim, and not even not even Tel Aviv. It's just not. <coughs> this is in Chutzlar. Our experiences are connected most. Again, of the average person, are connected most to the to the final stop, to the last stop where you get out. Not the whole ishtalshlus of where, what brought you to get to that place. But in Eretz Yisrael, Rav Kook is saying, the erech, the value of a word, of a thought, is Besamikdash Dik. Eretz Yisrael is a place where we had Navu, we had Nevi'im. With the imagination that we were learning about in, in, the, in the last if the imagination of the Navi, the word Nevu'ah, as the, uh, we see in Tanakh, the word Nevu'ah comes from Niv Svasai. Niv means the that the lips were pronouncing certain things that came from God, words that came from God, thoughts, feelings that were godly. A Navi is able to express the word tnuva means like the produce of a field, that the lips of the Navi were able to produce divri likim chaim amish. Which is a reason why Gullah is so much connected to the end of Nevoah. This is really connected. It's, the two go together. The end of Nevoah and Gullah. Not to be able to have that perfected imagination, a higher level of thinking, and to be able to express ourselves in a godly way. These are all <laughs> symptoms of being Bachutz, of being outside, of not being in Ezisrael, of being in Gullah. The loss of prophecy, the loss of our ability to, to really express the deeper thoughts and feelings that we have, and and the lack of clarity that we have in our thinking. All of that is the result of Golas. So if Kuk is saying, it's ain mezgalikim ha'erech shal ha'maisa, u'be'etz Yisrael ha'erech shal ha'dibur, and it's a cell, and all of it's a cell, the value, the significance, the meaning of, of Dibor, of, of speech, of words. <clears throat> there was a time that if a, there was a time that if a Jew said something that he that he wasn't supposed to say that that would affect him physically. We went through the Pashis of Tazvir Mitzurah, that the walls of his house could become infected. Not, not just the walls of his body. But the walls of the house would become infected, and the Ramban explains that oh, that was that was oh that was a machai when we had such when we were living there to sell and we had nevu and we had ashgacha protis, then a person would say something that was bad and it would show up. If you would have a, a, you would say something you shouldn't say, it would it would come out, it would appear, it would be it would be obvious. And now, in chutzlars. There's a very, very big Nisayim before Mashiach comes, especially with all these new things of communication. All <coughs> kinds of diburim, all kinds of things are being said 
were emailed and, and all of these things, diburim, diburim, that are not connected to, that are not connected to the neshama. <coughs> and Mimela, over time, it ends up in lashon hara and achilas and and all kinds of words that are that are not holy. Etzisrael is dibur. It's the place of dibur, a perfected speech of nevuah. And then the highest madrega is in the Besamikdash itself is the erech, is that, is the reality of thought of how a machshava, what a machshava is, which is not felt as much, again, typically in Chutzna. It's not to say that there aren't great people. But for the most part, in Chutzlar, it's, it's not it's not that sense of <coughs> uh, the importance, the significance of Machshava. Um, so then he continues and says, "Mibnei Kedushas Beis Hamikdash." The reason that the reason that Eretz Yisrael, that all of Eretz Yisrael, is so affected by Dibur and by Machshava. Is Mibnei Kedusha's Beis HaMikdash? I mean, it's not set as Beis HaMikdash, because the Kedusha of the Beis HaMikdash, even though it's destroyed, the Kedusha of the Beis HaMikdash is still sparkling. It's not set as Beis There's still a Rishima. There's still a residue of that light of the Beis HaMikdash that permeates <coughs> throughout Eretz that has an effect upon the entire land. This is a very big sugi and halacha, the different levels of holiness, different levels of kedusha in Eretz Yisrael, working all the way to the highest madrega, which is in Kodesh Kedoshan. Taisus explains that all the levels of kedusha are an outgrowth of the Kedushas Amigdash, of Kedushas Bes Amigdash. And Vahashimaisis Mikdashaykh and Chazal of course tell us that even even though the Bes Amigdash is Shomaim, is desolate, even though it's destroyed, there's still, there's still Kedusha, which of course has a huge effect upon Halacha and the status of the Harabais and the other places in Yushalai. Even, even in the absence of the Beis Hamikdash, she ikkek dushes Eretz Yisrael, he make dushes Beis Hamikdash. Is mezgale that that kedushas Eretz Yisrael, which comes from the kedushas Beis Hamikdash, is mezgale kedushas hamachshava v'chol Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, to less of a degree than in the in the Beis Hamikdash itself, kedushas hamachshava, the significance and the holiness of thought, of thought of imagination. Is revealed, is expressed throughout the land, throughout Eretz Yisrael. The Gambis Manhaza, and even in our times, Yesh Ktsas Roshem Mimena. There is still a Roshem. There is a, some Roshem. There is some Shiraim of that world of the Besamikdash, of those Machshavis. Yesh Ktsas Roshem Mimena. 
because as I just mentioned, kikdushosun af kishahin shaymimin. As the Mishnah says, that the kedusha of the Beis Hamikdash is still there, still present, despite the destruction of the building itself. Kedushosun af kishahin shaymimin. This, of course, is. This, of course, explains the difference between all that we learned in Aris HaTar, between Taurus Eretz Yisrael and Taurus Chutzlaretz. And even in our days, even in our days, you just have to go into a Svarma store and to see the, the Svarma that are coming from Eretz Yisrael and the Svarma that are coming from Chutzlaretz. Not only the amount, the value, but also the, <coughs> the type of Svarma and the type of turn that Adhayam Kimat, Kimat, you don't see the Nechutzlarts that there should be any Torah that's at least printed, that's being published, that's Pneumius at Torah. Kimat, you don't have Nechutzlarts. In other words, the deeper thoughts of the Jewish people are not being expounded, are not being revealed in Nechutzlarts, to a large extent. We don't see such a thing. Over the over the centuries, of course, there were many great chiburim, but even then, the most illuminated chiburim, as we learned earlier, were either that those tzaddikim went to Eretz Yisrael and there wrote the svarim, or they were tzaddikim who lived in Chutzlaret but were on fire with Eretz Yisrael, that we spoke about. That's where Plimis that's where the world of the Tsar comes from, that's, that's the world of Rabbi Shem Bar Yochai B'Kodesh HaKadosh Bar Yochai B'Kodesh HaKadosh The world of Rabbi Shimon is a world of Kodesh HaKadosh <coughs> Chutzlaretz try, try, try to when I, was, when I was in high school and we wanted to have a, a little bit just at uh, Lag Boimer other than just not saying Tachnon or to go to play but we used to play ball Lag Boimer but a little bit of a smell of Lag Boimer so there was a Yid that, that I was friendly with. It was a Stalin Chassid, and we used to go to... He took me to Borough Park, and we went to the Stalin Abyss in Borough Park. There were maybe 50 Jews there, and they made a little bit of a Madura uh, by the Abyss and uh, and there was a circle by Yerchai. On a busy log bomber, maybe there were 60. I, I don't know. And I'm talking about it in all of, in all of New York. That was the kibbutz for log there was nothing that I knew of, maybe there were other places, but that was the, the place to go for Lagbaim. Was by the Stalin, because Stalin is a very is a very Echoseldic Echsidis. It's a very Echoseldic Echsidis. <coughs> the unique of, of Stalin is very, very much from Echsidis. So. From Tveria, from Yishalayim, it's not Chutzlarstic Echsidis. It's not big in Chutzlar, it's Stalin, but in Echsidis, so it's, it's a very strong. So this this uh, this friend of mine, this friend of mine uh, took a couple of us. We went and we go log by We went to, to Bar Park and there we sang by Yochai. And we did a rikud. This is uh, this is going back, you know, oh, 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 well, 42, 43 years ago. But 42, 43 years ago, Nei the whole Nei was was illuminated with the light of log was shining with log it's stronger now as we get closer to Mashiach, of course, because of, because of 
of the Ur of Mashiach and where Atat can have Mashiach, so we see very the Irish of Rabbi Shimon are very, very, very strong. Very strong. But it wasn't a long time ago that there wasn't. And if you ask Jews what was in Chutzlaritz before the war, Lagbaimer, they went to Daven by the Ramah. They used to Daven by the Ramah. The Ramah's yard site is, is Lagbaimer. In Hungary, they used to go to the they used to go to Kalev, to the Kalev at the Daven there. My Rabbanical Kalev is Kever. So there, there was a there were davening Jews would go to Daven and they would make pilgrimages. But the Ur of Lag Ba'imer Rabbi Shimon, and if Pnimi said Torah, if you think about it, where is what do we have in Chutzlaritz? Who's producing that in Chutzlaritz? The Ur of Rabbi Shimon in Chutzlaritz. In Chutzlaritz, it's still mostly mostly Pilpulim and Halacha. Or Pilpulim also, maybe, in Pilpulim, in, in Musr, in Machshavah. Much, much, much more chitzani. Very, very wonderful, but much more chitzani. But the light of Rabbi Shimon is, is an Ur of Eretz Yisrael. It's a light of Eretz Yisrael. And only a person whose thoughts are very much focused on Eretz Yisrael, only such a person has interests other, besides going to a ball game or having an important uh, barbecue or something, unlike Bohemia, connecting to Pneumius, to Rabbi Shimon, because Rabbi Shimon is B'Kodesh HaKadosh. Rabbi Shimon is a world from, that comes from Kodesh HaKadosh. And if you have no Shaykhist to Kodesh HaKadosh, so then what's, what's like Bohemia? What's like Bohemia? People who are not connected to Pneumius HaTorah, they stand uh, wondering, have, have people that have argued about this, like who made all of a sudden Lagba had these guys, you know, some yeshiva guy. Like, well, who made Lagbayim into a whole lineage? What became Lagbayim? What are you making? So, since when is Lagbayim such a big thing? The only person that could say such a thing is someone who, who has no shaykhis to Kodesh But if you ever ever stepped foot, or if you ever had a dream of Kodesh then then Rabbi Shimon, Lagbayim is the Lagbayim is is Yom Kippur. Mamish, Purim and Yom Kippur. But if he never came, if he had no shaykhis, if he never dreamed of the Kodesh Kodashim, if he had no shaykhis to that, so then, it's like Bayim, there's no Tachna. That's all. She'ikah Kedushas, as you saw, of Kuk says, M'bnei Kedushas Beis HaMikdash, is Mezgala Kedushas HaMachshove. B'chol Eretz Yisrael, V'gam B'zman Hazeh, even in our days. It's getting stronger as we get closer to the Mashiach. Because we're getting closer to the third base of Mikdash. And as we get closer to the third base of Mikdash, there are already, there are a lot of tremors that are being felt <coughs> before the big, big earthquake. Good earthquake, holy earthquake of Mashiach. The Chutzlaritz, in Chutzlaritz, Mizgalois is noited suyois ketanois shall ha'arachim ha'ela. In Chutzlaritz, there are revealed small, more subtle sparklings of of these arachim, meaning of dibur and machshava, of the reality of words, of the significance of words, and this and the 
significance of machshav of thought. A machshav is mitzias, but in the chutzlarets it's not felt in such a way that a machshav is a mitzias. In chutzlarets, machshav people think machshav is it's just something it doesn't doesn't really exist. It's imagination, it's a thought. It doesn't have a mitzias. In chutzlarets there are hisnoit mitzias ketanas shalai rochem eila haneelamim that are hidden. Command the Chazi Bosa Kaisla, like the expression we find in Chazal, like something that you that, that is seen from behind the wall, like there's like a little shadow or something. You don't see the thing itself; you only see something like you know, that is behind the wall, or like when you hear something from a distance. And how is it possible in Chutzlaretz to have any access to this light of Dibur and Machshava? How is it possible? So Chutzlaretz is the world of Lamaisa, of course reality. So how is it possible to have Echlal Ashaychitz? So of course the answer is what we learned, although the, uh, the Rabbi Shaila didn't bring it down, that's what we learned the Lashon of Rav Kook and the Iris. It's It's only because of the great longing that Jews and Chutzlarets have for Tshuas Hashem, with salvation of God. The Binyan Haaretz, to build the land, to build Eretz Yisrael. The Shivas, the Shivas Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, and the dreams that Jews have in Chutzlarets to return to the land. It's only because of that Tzipiya Because of the tzipia, one of the terms that we find in Tanakh to de- to describe a navi is that he's a tzofe, called tzofayach nosu kol, called tzofayach. The navim are called tzofim. What does it mean? What's a tzofe? To see, but it means to see with a vision of something that's not right in front of you. The navim are called tzofim. So the way that we have, even in Chutzlaretz, that we the way that we have an, a, a, a means of attaching, of connecting to some of this, to some of the or of Machshav and of Dibur, to feel the erech, the great value and holiness of words and of and of and of thoughts. That's to the degree that one is among those who are mitzapim Yeshua. The ones who are unsettled in chutzlars. Even though, for whatever reason, one has to be in chutzlars. Nevertheless, there is the tzipia, there is that longing. So this person never feels that he's fully comfortable at home or grounded in chutzlars. There's always that tzipia for something bigger. The person who, who who thinks about Mashiach Tzakeinu, who is a mitzapel Yeshua, and dreams about Binyan Eretz Yisrael and Binyan Hamigdash, the Shivas Yisrael, the Eretz Yisrael.
for that, one's not Yitzchak just by going to one parade on a Sunday in 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 in, uh, in June. You understand? Sorry to say that. No. You can't be Yitzchak. I remember. I remember when when Eliezer Mordechai Harenstein was moving to Israel. You know. You know Eliezer Mordechai and Miriam. You know him, right? When they were moving to Israel, so so. Um, they were they were very 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 busy getting their lift ready, and and Leza Mordechai told me that there was a guy from his from his shul that was upset with him because he because he was didn't go to the parade. <laughs> so Leza Mordechai said, "I don't have time. I have to. I was getting my lift ready." So the person felt it was not an excuse. That's not a legitimate excuse. Just because you're packing to go to Israel is not a reason not to be at the parade. So he, he, so Leza Mordechai, what do you make of such a thing? Right? You have to be mishtate for the, you have to be mishtate for the tzibur. <laughs> to go to, to, uh, to go to the parade. Maybe this year Donald Trump is going to be the grand marshal. I don't know. <laughs> he has, he has, he always says he has Jewish anaklech, right? So maybe they're going to make him the grand marshal or something. Maybe Hillary will be the grand marshalette. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what's going to be? But Leza Mordechai got, got attitude from this guy. And, the, and, and so Leza Mordechai told me, he, he asked the guy, like he thought he was joking. He said, I'm moving in, in two weeks. I, I, I'm just getting my stuff ready. He said, that this is an important thing to show your solidarity. He says, showing, showing solidarity? <laughs> solidarity. That's a, that word, solidarity, it, it rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> The same way that the that the Zionist rabbis, the big Zionist rabbis, go for 35, 40 years on fact-finding mission to Israel. Right? They get their they get their, uh, their four hundred thousand dollars salary in chutzlars, and they have fact-finding missions and solidarity trips to to the yeshuvim and so on. Rubs me the wrong way. Leizer Mordechai Herenstein was moving to Israel, and this guy seriously was upset that that he's not showing solidarity. The bi- I think the biggest solidarity you could show with the Jews of Israel is to go there. No? That's a very big solidarity. You become solid. <laughs> you become part of the oil. In Chuslar, it's, we're not something solid. It's all dildulim, all little hanging, like hangnails. That's where Chuslar is. It goes to Israel. What's bigger way to, to machazik the Yishuv in Israel? By, by being there. Not by being a tourist or having your... Uh, Shalosh Vagolam uh, arrangement. But by Mamish living there, by Mamish living there, and being there, such a chutzla'ozdikah such a chutzla'ozdikah way of thinking. So just by going to the parade does not mean that you're necessarily mitzapal Yeshua. It means you're showing solidarity. Okay. <laughs> but tzipil Yeshua is something else. To... to to live every day of your life with, with that, not just not just with the hope of being able to get there, but binyan haaretz and binyan besamikdash and geula and Yeshua and Mashiach Tzakeinu and the return of Nevoa. That's sipil Yeshua. There are pieces in 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 Mimayne Yeshua from Rabbi Yaga Moshe Chalab. There are pieces which I have here with me. There are pieces we did a few of them in the yeshiva last year. There are pieces 
there are pieces on this Indian of Tzipil Yeshua that are, which of Cook's biggest Talmud, that are just breathtaking. I'll read to you a few sentences I brought there. Just breathtaking. What it means, Tzipil Yeshua. And how, and how through that Tzipil, through that longing, through that, through those Gaguim, like in Rebbe Nassim's Tzipilis, Rebbe Nassim helped me to always have Gaguim for it as well, that I should always be longing for it as well. That through those Gaguim and through the Tzipil that we have for it as well, a person can can access. He's able to get into that to that or of Dibur and Machshava. That's why if Cook ends and says that is bound to the heart of the Jewish people. Whoever longs more for the Yeshua. The value and the depth and the meaning and the significance of speech and of thought become more revealed to him. Speech and thought become more revealed to him. The world of, of the Kodesh Kodesh, of Nevoah, of the, of the Beis HaMikdash, become more of a reality. The importance of words, the machshav, the, the, the thought that's put into words, the thought that's put into words. How much thought is put into what we are saying? How much are we thinking about things before we say them? Because if we would be putting in the right amount of thought, or even something close to that, we would say things very differently, even say much less. We'd say for sure much, much less. And what we'd say would be different. There would be that connection between between words, between words and thought, which is the yichud of kuchabichu in Yisrael, kuchabichu in the shchina, kuchabichu is machshava, the shchina is speech, yichud kuchabichu is shchintei. There's a there's a tzaddik the peliyoritz. I don't mean the svaradish the peliyoritz. It was a big tzaddik. It was earlier. I'm talking about the peliyoritz from her and staples Who was a was a, a Chernobyl, a combination of a Chernobyl and Chabad, of that marriage between those two worlds. In the Sefer Peliyotz, almost every Torah of the Tzaddik, of a Motla Harnstaikler, almost every Torah is on this Indian of the Yichud of Machshava and Dibur, of binding together my mind, my thinking, my thoughts. With my words, which is thinking of thinking of what I'm saying. It sounds it sounds like a novel thing to do because we're like thinking, and that the thinking should be kusha to the dibur. Imagine if we would just try to do that for an hour a day. For an hour a day. It's a different it's a different world. A different world. The way we were taught. Different. Not just the content, which would be which would be very different, but the tone. The way we taught. The tone. 
would be different. It would be a different way of talking. And these beautiful words and thoughts and crown makes his actions so much more beautiful. They're the crown of what he does. They crown his actions. The way, he, the way he behaves, the way he acts, the way he lives. Because if you're in that place of by there being a yichud between your machshava and your dibur, your thinking and your speech. So then how you act is going to be so completely different. Completely different. Al-Kain nismuchu Therefore, as Chazal tells us, that when we leave this world, when we're 120, when we leave the world, there are questions. We're interviewed in the Ulam HaEmes. On the Gemara there in Shabbos, Taisus over there, reveal the questions that we're going to be asked after we die. So, what we always wanted most in school was to know the questions before we got the test, right? <laughs> the answers you worry about later. The answers you worry about later. But the questions, the questions, that was chashev to get the questions. Or if a person's going in for an interview, for a big, big job, is going to interview, so you want us to know, yeah, what, what, what can I expect? What are they going to ask me? So there's not a secret. Chazal revealed to us through their Ruach HaKadosh. There's not all the questions, but what's significant here, and Rav Kook makes the connection between how these are brought down together, that we're asked... In other words, it's not talking about stamp, pilpulum. Pilpalta bechachma means did you live in the world of thought? Pilpalta bechachma means were your thoughts profound thoughts and did you speak about them? Because pilpul is not just in your head. Pilpalta b'chachma. You were a person that was working over the big inyanim in life. Pilpalta b'chachma. That you were a person that was to your to, to the extent of your ability, whatever your kaiches. Pilpalta b'chachma. And the next question is tzipisli Yeshua. Did you long for salvation? So Rav Kook says, now we understand the connection between those two. Pilpalta b'chachma, if you're a person who didn't spend your life stam, blabbering, or thinking about narishkei, and talking about narishkei, you know, my grandson is cuter than yours, whatever other diborum, or I made a bigger deal than you made. If you, if you, if you're a person that's it's because you're tzipis Yeshua. That's the connection. Because since you were a person that was metzapeli Yeshua, you were connected to the Beis Hamikdash. 
even in Chutzlarts. You were connected to HSL even even though you're in Chutzlarts. <coughs> and because of that, you were a person that lived an important life, even in Chutzlarts. Pilpalta Bechachma. Pilpalta Bechachma. Of course, you have, to, you have to take care of your business, you have to talk what you need to talk, and you need to take care of what you have to. But what, what, are your, what are your real thoughts? What's on your mind? And, and what are the things that are most important for you to discuss? That's Pilpalta Bechachma. At 120, we're going to be asked that. Bezden Shalmal. Each and every one of us is going to be asked. And it's not, and it's not enough to say that I, I, I watch Vosas Nais and I root Sheva every single day. I'm a palpable b'chachma. And this is whether a person's a man or a woman. It's not just a matter of the topic of Torah that you're learning. But are you a Jew who's my palpable b'chachma? My palpable b'chachma. I talk to my children about this all the time. The level of Diburim and Machshavis. Pilpalta Bechachma. Of course, people tell jokes and they schmooze and they schmooze. There are people that that they have to say something. It makes no difference. They're not, they feel like you're not Yaitse unless they're not Yaitse unless they say something to you. Says Namishna Siag Lechach Mishtika. That world of shtika, of silence, pilpalta b'chachma. And to come out from the world of silence with diburim of chachma, pilpalta b'chachma. So that's the connection between pilpalta b'chachma and v'tzipisil yishu. V'tzipisil yishu. This is especially difficult, thing I'm going to talk about a little bit tomorrow morning. This is especially difficult where, where so much of the Dibur has been replaced by typing things on, on typing things, writing things, not even using the Kaha Dibur anymore. Leaving a message instead of talking to somebody in person, or leaving a WhatsApp saying, uh, instead of a conversation, or typing something, which Ksiva is not the same thing as Dibur Machshav. Writing, uh, writing something on a text message or email. A letter is already something else because there it's going from the it's going mamish it's traveling the machshava through the body in, in such a way where it's more of a direct connection between when there's a ksiva mamish there's a hakika there's something but with an electric uh, impulse with texting and emailing all of these things are present. how many times people are saying things they're not saying they're texting something and they press the button and they look and they go oh no what did I say <laughs> uh oh. What did I do? One of my kids yesterday was, was um, it wasn't anything chash, it was fine thing, but it had nothing to do with the person who, to whom she texted it. Uh, and, she, and, she, and she pressed the wrong name, I guess next to the, on the contact thing, she pressed next to the person she was supposed to send it to. So she sent something to the person she says she speaks to like once every three years, you know, like a personal Indian. And the person texted back, uh, nice to hear from you, uh, is everything okay? <laughs> and it was such a strange thing to text to somebody you haven't spoken to in three years. It was just totally... So I, I, 
so she was very, my daughter was very embarrassed, so I said, oh, I'm sure that that person realized that you never, ever, ever really meant to have anything to do with her. <laughs> don't worry, she's not insulted at all. She's not hurt. She knows that you really don't think about her. You'd never <clears throat> meant to speak to her. She just ended up next to somebody who you really care about on your list of contacts. That's it. It's a mazel. She ended up next to one of your friends on the contact list. No, no. Don't worry. She has no havamina that you're thinking about her, that you care about her, that you have anything to say to her. Not even havamina. I didn't say those. I implied it. But I didn't say it so directly. See, there's another, that means we're further and further away from that yichud of machshav and diva, is the texting. And the, it's further away. Just like this, a casual thing. Buttons and electro, electronic impulses and pressing things and then, and then seeing and then you can't take back the diva. When you text it to somebody, you could say afterwards, I didn't mean it for you, I'm sorry, but the words are the, the words came out on the person's screen. They read it. Or uh, it was printed on a piece of paper. And it's, it's, you have people that they send things and emails, or they have, even if the people that have, you know, the, these, uh, they want to make, they want to send terror around and so on. Once you once you press the button, it's there, it's, it's printed on a piece of paper. For Ein La Hashiv. You can't take it back. And it's superficial. By the nature of the nature of these of these ways of communicating are shallow. Shallow. Not panam al It's not dibur. So even if you put thought in how much thought does a person put into texting? You have people that they're drinking a coffee while they're driving a texting. So so what? How much of a machshava is put into such a thing? People texting, they're walking on the street, they're doing things while they're... Drive with your leg. I was, I was yesterday, I was driving on a block around the corner for me, and there was a girl, a, a firm girl, you can see she was a firm girl, she was sitting with a car parked, sticking out into the middle, so the cars cannot pass from either direction. Coming from West Broadway, there were three or four cars that were trying to make a right turn, she was sitting at least six feet away from the curb, stopped the car. She was texting. No one could pass her going on one, one way, down Eastwood, uh, no, down Westwood. No one could pass, and no one could turn from West Broadway. And and somebody, the first car that was in line to try to come from West Broadway, which is a dangerous, as you know, it's dangerous, was trying to make that right turn, so it was, a, it was not a happy person. And uh, opened the window and starts to scream at this girl. She's a from girl. She was dressed like a from girl. She's on the thing. She didn't lift up her head. She didn't lift up her head. She didn't hear. They were. I was one car. There were two cars behind me on West on, on Westwood, waiting in line. She was sitting in the middle, <laughs> and there were a bunch of cars. I couldn't see how many were trying to turn from West Broadway to get onto Westwood. She's sitting like this. Must be her true love. I, I was Malabit Sus, I was down the Kalsus. She was sitting she was sitting like this, and this guy starts to yell at her. She never even lifted up her head, and then he just cursed her. And then like after I was everybody was just sitting there. Some of the people were beeping. She never lifted up her head. She never lifted up her head. The the unfortunate thing for her is that when she lifted up her head, the first face she saw was mine. I don't know who she is, but she seemed to have recognized me. And she started this <laughs> I wasn't cursing. I didn't say anything. I was just sitting there waiting, I, and I was thinking about how this is so sad, and it's 
And if the person knows that you're from this, what's the matter with you? But it wasn't about, she's, I'm sure, the sweetest girl on earth, but what happened? What happened to Tzuras Adam, to Tzadam Alakim? And these are the, so you say it because she's so deep in her thoughts of what she's texting. So all of these things are haval havalim, like air, nothing. <coughs> Electricity, nothing. <coughs> That's the mitzvahs that we have in Chutzlars. So the connection between, be- <coughs> not just the Chutzlars and Eretz Yisrael, Gauls is Eretz Yisrael also. So Pilpal Tavachachma, Cannot be de- this cannot be detached from Tzipisli Yeshua. A person who lives a life of Tzipisli Yeshua, a person who lives in that reality of Tzipisli Yeshua, a Yishalayim, a Beis so then he's mefalbo b'chachma. His words, his thoughts, his words, his speech, and ultimately his actions carry more, carry more weight, and more significant. We, it's not vayda for each and every one of us. Not just to say, I'll learn more Nimes but to think, to think about what we're saying, to put thought into our, into our words. To put thought into our words. To think before we say something. In the beginning, it takes longer, and so people think, that, you know, so you're listening to me, okay? So it might take, there might be a second or two pause, but over time, it could become something which is our way of living. And then we'll notice on ourselves how the things that we say are really the things that we should be saying and want to say, and that we don't have to say. We don't have to say a lot of things that we say. We don't have to say. That's one of the reasons why some of you, you notice that I'm hard on people who have this habit of just jumping up and screaming out something. That they feel something, they scream it out. I don't go for it. And I try not to do that myself. I don't go for that because, I, because that's not a way to speak. Besides, that's not their it's for everybody else. There could be three other people who would like to say something. But it's not just a matter of their hearts. It's not the way to speak. The Burim have to be, as, as much as we can, with consideration and with thought, and not to be blurted out, not, an ex, not something that leaks or explodes. And it's hard. It's a, that's a big avayda. The Sipili Yeshua is the is the underlying shurish of being able to perfect ourselves more and more in how we speak and how we think. Next week in Mishasham maybe I'll focus that a little bit I'll do a little bit this Indian, the connection between the, what we learned now and something we'll see in Fabiakimashlah. Thank you.